From Hollywood, California, the makers of Old Gold Cigarettes present the Comedy Theater. The only radio program that brings you every week the greatest stars in the greatest comedies. Tonight's play is Boy Meets Girl, starring Anne Southern with Chester Morris and Lee Tracy. And here is the director of the Old Gold Comedy Theater, Mr. Harold Lloyd. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Our play tonight is that hilarious comedy of Hollywood, Boy Meets Girl. That's a wonderful title. As a matter of fact, it's a wonderful idea. Boy Meets... Who's the girl? Why, here she comes now. That popular star of the Metro-Golden-Mayer Maisie series who will soon be seen in Up Comes Maisie, Ann Southern. Yes, sir, there's a girl who's worth meeting, if you see what I mean. (laughs) Miss Southern in the play will take the part of Susie, a beautiful waitress at one of the big movie studios. Susie's greatest ambition is to go to high school, although what she could learn at high school, (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Now, uh, (laughs) at the same studio, the two top writers are uh, Mr. Law, played tonight by that sterling artist, Chester Morris. Now to introduce the other writer, Mr. Benson, played by one of my favorite actors, Lee Tracy. (laughs) Now that the introductions are over, on with our play, which opens in the office of C. Elliott Friday, production manager of the studio. We also find Law and Benson in the office, plus an actor. Nobody has been killed yet, but the chances are good. Law and Benson are telling the actor whose name is Larry Toms and who has spent most of his picture career playing opposite a horse about the new story they've just written for him. Law, as he speaks, is on his feet. Benson is on the couch. And then this bozo comes up to you, Larry, and you look him straight in the eye and you say, Why, blast your soul, I loved her before you ever married her. And then in she walks and she cries, Larry, I heard everything you said. And then finally you say, Did you? That's all. Just a plain, quiet, simple didger. Boy, what a moment. But what's the story about? Love. Benson, Benson, move over. I, too, want to lie down. Now, come on, boys, and get off that couch. You two are supposed to be the star writers in the lot, but you've done nothing but clown around the shooting dates only two weeks off. I've got to play this picture. Why, Daddy? Look, Mr. Law, why don't you tell me your story in a few simple words? Mr. Benson? Huh? What's our story? How the heck do I know? Didn't you listen? No, you know, we ought to have a stenographer But they won't sit on my lap <laughs> Now listen, no, boys Don't speak to me you, you don't like our story I didn't say I didn't like it I just couldn't follow it Law, he couldn't follow it mm. Listen, boy meets girl Boy loses girl Boy gets girl Love will find a way Love never loses Put your money on love I'm hungry <laughs> it's a sorry state of affairs when an actor insists on following a story What do you think this is, a golf tournament? Now look, you boys ain't treating me with the proper respect I'm one of the biggest stars at this studio On a horse 
Just because I don't get Van Johnson's fan mail don't mean I ain't got his following. A lot of those that want to write to me ain't ever learned how. Maybe you don't know. <laughs> Larry, maybe you don't know how lucky you are. Benson, what are we waiting for? Lunch. Good. Now you look here. I... Oh, oh, Mr. Fraud, as production supervisor of this studio, you ought to know oh, that... Oh, Larry, hello, boys. Gentlemen, we're facing a crisis. Did you order some lunch? Yes, yes. Susie will bring it in in a few moments. But, boys, we need a big picture. Something to set the country on fire. Now, what about a story? Nestling on your desk for two weeks, there's a script we wrote for Larry Toms. A gorgeous script. Mm -hmm. That one with my fingerprints on the cover. No, that wouldn't do. Did you read it? Don't try to change the subject. <laughs> Mr. Friday. Say, Law, why don't we have her for a secretary? She won't sit on my lap. <laughs> you still make a beautiful secretary. Uh, boys, boys, stop clowning. What is it, Miss Cruz? Central Casting wants to know how many midgets you'll need. I don't need any midgets. We don't make shorts. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Mr. Price. Now, boys, to get back to the story, I want to choose your... What is it? It's me, sir. Who are you? Rodney Bevan, sir. I'm an extra in the picture you're producing, Moon Over England. Yes, yes, go on. Well, Wardrobe sent me up here to you to look at my costume. It's supposed to be the uniform of a guardsman, but, sir, it's not authentic. You see, I happen to be English. So you don't like the uniform? Young man, when we put on a picture, everything in it is authentic. Authentic. Whether it's authentic or not. <laughs> You're fired. Oh. Very well, sir. Look, how's about the story, boys? This is a crisis. We've got to get down to work, and who is it now? Susie! Lunch. Oh, Susie, I love you. Let me hit that tray. Oh, now, please, Mr. Law, be careful. No, I'll take the tray. Thanks. Uh, I... I... <gasps> Good Lord, she's fainted! Susie, Susie! I better get a doctor right away. Uh, you... You don't have to call for a doctor. Here. Here, let me put you in this chair. There you are. Thank you. You see, there's nothing wrong with me. It's... It's only natural. Only natural for you to come into my office and collapse on the floor? Well, you would too if you were going to have a baby. What? A baby? Susie, you're not going to have a baby. Well, that's what the doctor told me. I don't think much of your husband letting you work at a time like this. Oh, I never think of him. You don't? Why? <laughs> don't you like him? Well, it isn't that, Mr. Friday. You see, he left me soon after we were married. But not too soon. <laughs> <laughs> Susie! You're... You're magnificent. Oh, well, please don't make fun of me. Oh, I'm not, I'm not. Susie, can Benson and I be godfathers? Do you really mean it? Oh, do we mean it? We haven't got a baby, and we've been collaborating for years. <laughs> oh. oh, I think that'd be wonderful for Happy to have riders for a godfather. Oh, Happy? Oh, yes. I'm going to call him Happy even if he's a girl, because I want him to be happy even if he is a girl. <laughs> That's a beautiful thought. Benson, I've got an idea. I will not have this office turned into a fraternity board. <laughs> I, 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 I. What do you want, Miss Cruz? Would you like to hear the trumpet calls from Moon Over England, Mr. Friday? No, I would not go away. But you have to okay them. All right, later, let them blow from outside. <laughs> yes, Mr. Friday. Now, Susie, will you get out? Now, don't bark at her. She's given us an idea, an inspiration. In Larry Tom's next picture, who does he play opposite? Not a horse this time, but a baby. Now, look at here. <laughs> he finds a baby home on the range. Girl married to no good gambler. He dies. Girl leaves baby on Ranger's doorstep. Ranger is Larry. Good gosh, he says. A baby. 
A baby. Tugging at every mother's heart, at every potential mother. And who isn't? A love story between Larry, Larry and a baby. Boys, I think you've got something there. Let's go up and see BK about it right now. But I don't want to play opposite a baby. Larry, Larry, are you selling motherhood short? Come on, go, go. Come on, Susie, go. Susie, you wait here. We'll be back. Oh, I, I thought... Is Mr. Friday in? No, I am. <laughs> yes, of course. I, well, you see, he fired me. Oh, that's too bad. Oh, my name's Rodney Bevan. I'm Susie. How do you do? Well, I don't feel too well. Oh, I'm sorry. What's wrong? Oh, nothing. It's only natural. Oh. <laughs> well, I thought perhaps I could persuade Mr. Friday to hire me again. You're English, aren't you? Yes, of course. So is Ronald Coleman. <laughs> <laughs> so he is. Mm, mind if I eat a little of this lunch? No, go right ahead. You know, I like the way the English talk. It's, it, it, it sounds so uh, English. <laughs> Good ham. Mm, that's a strange idea. Of course, it's only my idea. I'm very ignorant. Oh, now, please don't say that. I think you're very intelligent. Oh, I'm intelligent, but I don't know anything. <laughs> you're an extraordinary girl. Well, you see, I've never been to high school, but someday I'll go. That's my secret ambition. Have some more ham? Oh, thanks. Won't you have some, too? No. Happy doesn't like ham. He likes milk. I beg your pardon. Oh, it's all right. A very unusual girl. So kind, so sincere. Not like most girls. Oh, well, of course, I'm different. I'm a kind of happy. <laughs> most girls aren't going to get happy. Why on earth not? Well, you see, I'm just... You! Are you back again? No, I, I'm sorry. I... Get out before I call the studio police. Yes, sir. Oh, but Mr. Friday, this man... Susie, as godfathers of your baby, we've just signed a contract for Happy. What? Yes, sir. From the instant your baby is born, we're going to watch over it. The first tooth. The first smile. The minute he's born, we set the cameras on him. That baby's going to gurgle and Google and drool his way to stardom. Oh, but Mr. Lawrence... Now, Susie, upstairs in BK's office, we put your expected child in pictures. Happy in pictures? Mm -hmm. <gasps> oh, that's wonderful. Susie, what's the matter? I don't know. I don't feel good. I think I'm... That phone, quick. Get an I'm... ambulance right over to Mr. Friday's office. Get the doctor. Get the nurse. What's going on? Good damn, Miss Crew! The trumpets are here, Mr. Friday. Happy's on his way. <laughs> Oh, being a father can give you a headache or two. Can you back me up on that, Bob Williams? Why, sure thing, Harold. Now, you consider my next-door neighbor. Poor guy, he was all set to cut the grass yesterday when his wife told him that Junior had taken the wheels and handle off the lawnmower and put him on his express wagon. Now, in a case like that, would the little darling be packed off to reform school? No. His proud parent would just relax and say, oh, well. Why be irritated? Light an old gold. <laughs> yes, smokers, you're set for real pleasure when you light up a fine cigarette. But listen, you won't find that pleasure in a cigarette that's hot, harsh, and dry. So, old gold's fine tobaccos are conditioned with a special moisture-protecting agent made from the juice of fresh apples. We call it apple honey. And it actually helps prevent cigarette dryness. And listen to this. To give you a smoke of delightful extra flavor. 
A touch of rare, keen-tasting Latakia tobacco is added to Old Gold's blend of many great tobaccos. Extra flavor plus special protection against cigarette dryness. Aren't these what you want in a cigarette? Why, sure. So try Old Gold soon as you can. And look, when Junior starts cutting up, why be irritated? Light on Old Gold. And now back to Harold Lloyd in the second act of tonight's Old Gold Comedy Theater presentation, Boy Meets Girl, starring Ann Southern with Chester Morris and Lee Tracy. All right, Mr. Lloyd. So Susie had her baby. It was a boy, and it was christened Happy. Benson and Law sent flowers, acted as godfathers, and promptly signed up Happy to appear in a number of pictures with Larry Toms, that great Western star. The pictures were smash hits due largely to Happy's screen personality, which made the studio happy, which made Benson and Law happy, which possibly made Happy happy. But it left both Susie and Larry Toms unhappy. In Susie's case, it was loneliness. Loneliness in Rodney's disappearance. In Larry Toms' case, well, uh, up in Mr. Friday's office, Larry is stating his grievance to the writers at this very moment. Listen, boys. That baby is going to ruin me. Ha. Ha, ha. <laughs> he steals all my pictures. I won't play that new scene. Which new scene? Where I'm supposed to bathe happy. That is a very cute scene. It ain't manly. No? <laughs> you, uh, you want the baby to bathe you? Now listen. By the way, I saw you with Susie at the Trocadero last night. We, uh, we don't approve of you as an escort. Well, supposing I like Susie. She doesn't like you, and we don't like you, and Susie does everything we tell her to. Now, come on, Benson, let's get out of here and go see a man about a woman. Make it Grable. <laughs> hmm. Think this smart. Oh, hello, Miss Cruz. Hello, Larry. Miss Cruz, seeing as you're Mr. Friday's secretary, maybe you'd know. Supposing Susie was going to get married again, would her second husband be legal guardian of Happy? I suppose so. But what makes you think Susie is getting married again? Well, she ought to. To you? Well, what's the matter with me? Nothing that a good horse couldn't cure. <laughs> Larry, you don't love Susie. Tell me the truth. Are you thinking of marrying Susie so you can get control of Happy and have Benson and Law fired? I ain't saying nothing. I... Hello. Oh, hello, Susie. My, how nice you look in that Midian skirt. Oh, well, thank you. We had Jim today. Hello, Larry. Howdy, Susie. Where's Happy, Miss Cruz? In the garden with his nurse. Oh. Gee, I don't get to see him very much. He's working and I'm going to high school. <laughs> I'm having trouble with my algebra, too. That's an awful hard language to speak. <laughs> Miss Cruz, did you find out that English boy, Rodney? Yeah. <laughs> We've sent out a call for him, Susie, but he hasn't shown up yet. Cheer up, though. Maybe he will later. <sighs> Ain't you happy, Susie? Well, I guess I should be with happy in pictures and me going to high school, but I... Who's this Rodney? Oh, just a boy I met in this office. He was awful nice, in English. You never got to know him very well, though. No. You see, he was in uniform and I was in my condition. <laughs> I've never seen him since. Well, you shouldn't be thinking of him. You should be thinking of happy. Oh, I do. Only sometimes it gets awful lonesome. Especially at nights. Susie, Happy needs a father. You think so? 
When he grows up, he's going to want a father. But he had a father. For how long? Well, long enough. <laughs> I mean... Susie, he's going to want a father that's around. Now, why shouldn't that be me? Well, I don't know. Why? Uh, listen, Susie. Listen, Susie. I'm mighty fond of you and happy. Mighty fond. Are you really, Larry? Mighty fond. <laughs> Well, who'd have thought six months ago that I'd be sitting in the same room with Larry Toms and he'd be saying to me he was... Mighty fun. Uh, you know, Larry, when I first came to California, it was very unusual because it was raining very hard. <laughs> oh, it, it rained about three weeks and I had to get out of the rain, so I went into the movie. And there you were on the screen. Mighty fun. Yeah, that's just what you were saying to test true heart. And now you're saying it to me. Mighty fun. Uh, what was the picture? Thunder over Arizona. Uh, one of my best. <laughs> Susie, I'm mighty. I mean, will you marry me? But I... Because I'm, I'm mighty fond of you and happy. Mighty fond. But I'm not mighty fond of you. <laughs> well, you shouldn't be thinking of yourself. Well, I... I'll have to ask Mr. Benson and Mr. Law. Susie, I ain't proposing to them. Well, if you think it'll be best for Happy, I guess it'll be all right. Oh, you'll make me mighty happy, Susie. We're going to be mighty happy together. And... Oh, hello, Mr. Law Mr. Benson. Larry, what are you doing in here? I told you to stay away from Susie. Don't be speaking like that about my future wife. <laughs> you, you what? Su Susie, is he telling the truth? Well, I guess so. You see, it would be better for Happy, and besides, I get so lonesome, and high school's all right, but... So we're getting married. And remember, Law, you too, Benson. When I'm Happy's father, I'll issue the orders. I kind of think you boys better begin looking around for a new job. Come on, Susie. Let's go tell my press agents. Now, Susie, you can't do this to us. You, you... you uh... Mr. Law, she did. Yeah, well, not yet. Benson, we've got to stop that marriage. For one thing, she doesn't love Tom's. Nobody could but a horse. <laughs> For another, we'll have to go to work if we lose Happy. Susie had a mind made up. We've been neglecting her. If we could only get Larry to break it off. Sure, but how? Well, let's see. He's, uh, he's scared green of scandal. Now, now, Susie has never told us what really happened to Happy's father. I've got it. Suppose we produce him. We don't know who he is or where. <laughs> but that, my boy, is what central casting is for. We'll get an actor, and we'll... Hello. I'm Rodney Bevan. I was sent for... Oh, but wait a minute. Uh, are you an actor? Yes, although, frankly, a rather bad one. Well, what we need doesn't require much. Now, uh, look, there's a hundred in it for you. A hundred dollars? Mm-hmm. How jolly. Do I have lines to speak? Oh, yes, yes. The scene is going to be played right here in this office. I'll write the lines out for you. Benson, get on the phone. Have Susie and Larry come to the office. Quick. Now, Rodney, these will be your lines when they enter the office, you see? <laughs> Got your lines memorized, uh, Ruddy? Yes, but I don't understand. Actors aren't supposed to. But shh, here they come. Hey, what is this? Are you boys up to anything? No, laddie, no. But this poor, half-mad, broken man has something to say. <laughs> Go ahead, Rodney. Susie, why did you leave me? What? I'm Happy's father. Have you forgotten? I've searched for you in the four corners of the earth. Susie... Why did you leave me? Why? Hey, I don't like this. 
Susie, you know what my public will say if they find out about this? I'm sorry, Susie, but you better consider my offer is withdrawn. I'm mighty sorry. Well, there goes Larry Toms. Benson, we did it. You know, you're almost as brilliant as I am. Oh. Oh. I say, you're the girl I met in the same office some months ago. Oh, but you're not Happy's father. Uh, of course not, but... But you could be. <laughs> My dear, I'm very sorry, but they pretended it was going to be a scene for a picture. Benson, and do you... you know what this man is talking about? He must be mad. Oh, now, look here, you two. It's, it's an obvious psychiatric case, Benson. I wouldn't be surprised if he's the boy that's been springing out of bushes. Certainly. <laughs> look at the things he said to Susie. But you coached me for hours. You, you, you even wrote the lines out <laughs> for me. <laughs> A very likely story. Why should we? Susie, Susie, Happy. What is it, Larry? Happy's in the hospital. Oh, what, what happened to him? He got the measles. Oh. Is that all? Why, that's uh, nothing to get excited uh, about, Larry. All babies get the measles. Well, that ain't what I'm excited about. Susie, you, you... Larry, what's the matter? What's the matter? Well, that, 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 that side wand and baby of yours has given me the measles. <laughs> Some days you can't make a nickel. Isn't that so, Bob Williams? Why, sure, Harold. Now, you take the fellow who goes out fishing. He sits in the sun all day long, getting nary a nibble. And all of a sudden, a tremendous something hooks onto his line. He heaves and he tugs. And up comes a boot full of mud. Now, does this poor, frustrated gent tuck his head underwater? No. He just works up a rueful smile and says... Why be irritated? Light an old gold. Yes, sirree, the day's best catch for more smoking pleasure is always old gold. Delightful extra flavor plus special protection against cigarette dryness. Because old gold's unique blend of many great tobaccos, enriched with rare, keen-tasting Latakia tobacco, is conditioned with the special moisture-protecting agent we call apple honey. Made from the juice of fresh apples, it actually helps prevent cigarette dryness. Remember that, friends, and whenever you'd enjoy a finer, keener, better-tasting smoke, light an old gold. That's easier said than done, perhaps, since quantity is limited, and limited for these understandable reasons. First, old gold quality is held a full 24-carat standard. Second, our armed forces get first call on all cigarettes we make, and yet we're doing our best to assure your share of remaining old golds. So, if you must take substitute brands today, remember, your dealer may have old goals tomorrow. And now back to Harold Lloyd and the third act of tonight's Old Gold Comedy Theater presentation, Boy Meets Girl, starring Ann Southern, with Chester Morris and Lee Tracy. All right, Mr. Lloyd. Well, Happy went to the hospital with his measles, and Larry went to the hospital with his measles. Of the two, Happy-minded at the least. Rodney was sort of lost in the shuffle, and Susie had very little time to think of him for the two weeks during which the measles ran their course. But at the end of the second week, while Susie was visiting Happy in the hospital's waiting room... Susie... Oh, it's you, Rodney. I don't want to speak to you. Oh, look here, will you marry me? Did Mr. Law and Mr. Benson put you up to this, too? Good Lord, no. I haven't seen them, and I don't intend to. Then why do you want to marry me? Because I... Well, I love you. But you don't know about my past. Oh, I've been through all that in my mind. It doesn't matter. Oh, but it does. 
Happy's father was a bigamist. Huh? He married twice. How's that it? Well, what'd you think? It doesn't really matter. Well, you see, I didn't know he was married before. But good Lord, nobody can blame you. His wife did. Oh, naturally. Hmm. And it wasn't his fault either. He got a Mexican divorce and he didn't know it wasn't any good. So I said to him, your first duty is to your first wife. And I ran away. Of course, I didn't know I was going to have Happy then. Have you heard from him? Not lately. He's dead. His... <laughs> His wife shot him. Good Lord. Oh, I hear from her sometimes. She's awfully sorry. Oh, well, then... You're free to marry, aren't you? Oh, I'm free, but the point is, do I want to? Look what happened the first time. I've got to be careful. But I'm not a bigamist. <laughs> Well, maybe not. You may be something else. The, the British Council will vouch for me. He knows my family. Oh, I haven't had much of a life, but it's an open book. I have to go back to London. London? That's in Europe, isn't it? London? Yes, it is. Oh, no, I couldn't go to Europe. The boys want to keep happy in pictures. I wouldn't hear of it. That's no life for a baby. Furthermore, I don't like the California climate. Now, in England, we have four seasons. You have? Summer... Winter, spring, and fall. Gee. Well, I want to ask you something. Oh, certainly. When I come into a room, does something happen to you? Eh? Of course. Very much so. Well, I'll think it over. Uh, look here. I, I couldn't possibly take no for an answer. Of course, when, when you come into a room, something happens to me, too. My darling... <laughs> Susie, do my, uh, do my eyes deceive me? Are you kissing an actor? Boys, I've been thinking it over. With what? <laughs> I'm going to marry Rodney and I'm going to Europe. You know, they've got the Four Seasons over there. And besides, things happen to me when he comes into a room And when I do, things happen to him So you see... Pip-pip, lads Yes Pip-pip, lads <laughs> There they go Yep, and there goes Happy with them And there goes our job Yeah, well, well Say, let's go poison Larry <laughs> We should have known this was too good to last Well, it was fun Say, do you realize what Mr. Friday is likely to do to us if he discovers we were responsible for getting Susie and Rodney together? No. Hey, here's, uh, here's Larry's bungalow. Let's oh. go in. Larry! I'm in the bedroom getting dressed. I'll be out in a minute. Well, don't hurry. Mr. Friday, my fine feathered friend. Mr. Friday is liable to follow us. Fire us. Fire us? Well, I, I can't afford to be... I said fire. I said I can't afford to be fired. If we had any of the money we used to have, Benson, which reminds me, you know, Yasha owes us a young fortune. Yasha? Yes. Well, where, where is he? London. I, uh, I think that's in England. Where's the phone? I got work to do. Uh, uh, here we are. Hey, uh, operator, I want to put a call through to London, England, the Hotel Belmore. I want to speak to Yasha Kelly. <laughs> Can you imagine? Can you imagine Larry's face when he gets the bill for this call? I hope we're around to see it and solvent. Don't worry. When I get Yasha, hello. Yeah. Well, all right. Put him on. Hello, Yasha. 
Uh, this is Benson. Let, wait a minute, are you sober? <laughs> well, uh, Law, Law and I need the dough that we lent you. Oh. Oh. Well, forget it. Uh, say, how's the Four Seasons in London? It's raining. Woo, isn't that a coincidence? We have a high fog here, too. <laughs> well, so long, Yasha. Law, Yasha can't give us back that money. Say, what's the idea of using my private phone all the time? I ain't gonna pay for your calls. All right, all right. If that's the way you feel about it, here's your lousy nickel. Now, we're mighty sorry, Larry. Mighty sorry. Well, so closes the story of Boy Meets Girl. Right now, Ann Southern, Chester Morris, and Lee Tracy, our thanks to you for a very entertaining half hour. Oh, I enjoyed it, Harold. It was a great pleasure. Why, well, it certainly was. Who's on the old gold roster next? Well, we're very happy to welcome next week Jack Carson and Frank McHugh in June Moon. I'll be listening. So will I. <laughs> Wish I had a radio. <laughs> Good night, folks. Until next Sunday. See you then. And now this is Bob Williams saying good night for old gold. This is the National Broadcasting Company. <laughs>